I hate to, to keep saying our, our translation is vague or problematic or whatever, but our translation is vague or problematic today. Uh, the mother of Jesus and his brothers could be uh, the mother of Jesus and his brothers or the mother of Jesus and, Jesus and his brothers. So that Mary is the mother of his brothers. And we know that that is not uh, what we believe as Catholics. Um, in fact, in, in um, Aramaic, the language of Jesus, uh, there is no word for cousin. The uh, family units were so close that usually what we would call cousins, of course, those who are uh, sons or daughters of an aunt or uncle would be called cousins. Um, in Aramaic, they were simply called brothers and sisters. In Greek, Adelphoi, and that comes across in, in the translation that we have of, of the Greek, or into the Greek from, uh, from most likely um, where Jesus did speak Aramaic. And the, the Gospels were probably composed at least um, orally in Aramaic, and they just simply translated a straight translation in the, with a cultural understanding. With that, uh, hopefully, in mind, there's another problem, and this is not a problem of translation, but ra rather an interpretation. We have some that would say, well, Jesus right here is being disobedient of his mother. He is rather dismissive of her. Yeah, so what if she wants to see me? Uh, my mother and my brothers are the ones who do the word of God, as if Mary didn't do the word of God, the will of God. But who did it more perfectly? Especially in Luke's gospel, we hear the Blessed Mother who, on the word of the angel, simply asks, how can this be since I do not know man? How can this be since I'm not married with all the uh, activity that shall go with marriage? Or, uh, in, again, the cultural understanding, how can this be since I've committed myself to a life of chastity, a life of celibacy? And when the angel tells her, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you, you shall conceive and bear a son, and name him Jesus, be it done to me according to your word. The same word that is used here for word. The Blessed Mother does the word of God perfectly. She was perfectly able to do the word of God. And again, maybe she had questions or, or concerns, but she allowed that word to be in her. Today in our opening, we have, we've turned to the book of Proverbs uh, this week. And our opening verse is one that I found myself meditating on. Not that I'm a king, but we are called as, by baptism, priest, prophet, and king, aren't we? Like a stream is the king's heart in the hand of the Lord. Wherever it pleases, he directs it. When we allow the Lord to steer us like a stream, consider that a stream will go wherever, wherever uh, the path of least resistance, especially a large river will certainly do that. And when we allow the Lord to direct us, that's the path of least resistance. When we allow the Lord to direct our hearts and our minds, to direct our lives, we find ease. Blessed Mother certainly found that. I mean, again, it was no easy task for her, I'm sure, to bear a child and to have people asking while they were betrothed. She had given her commitment to the Lord and a vow of chastity and celibacy. Uh, and what is this now she's pregnant? How is this to be? It certainly wasn't easy as we celebrated last week, the Our Lady of Sorrows, to experience all those sorrows, and especially, most especially, his crucifixions, to stand below the cross, and to witness his death, 
to witness the piercing of his sacred side. But she trusted in the Lord, and she allowed the Lord to steer her heart like a stream. So what is good for the king, what is good for the Blessed Mother, certainly should be good, good enough for us. Are our hearts directed by the Lord? Do we listen to his word and respond? It's a question for us today, and if not, of course, this day is a good day to begin.